My name is Sarah. I play the elven druid Moreland A. Lightglass, and this is Advantage. Last episode, Ulrich Gorman, played by Steven, began leading the party on their way north to the Pandominion city of Havenmere. Stopping at a secret cache of supplies hidden in the forest, they discovered secret messages from a warden scout named Alril, who is deep in the forest looking for surviving druids. Alaris Geldream, played by Zack, gave a scroll of sending to Grimton Steadyhand, played by Yessi, to warn his contacts of potential danger from Isatalos' zealot dissenters. As they continued on their trek, our heroes came upon the desecrated and burned place of power dedicated to the spirit Great Watcher. Presiding Druid Morlinde Lyclass, played by Sarah, prayed to the spirits for comfort and aid. And that's where we will pick up. So I'm going to assume that you guys either head on back to uh, the grade where the survey markers were for the path that was coming down from Trail's End, or Grimton and Alaris, the way that you two ended up here, it was just by following a game trail directly east. I was leading before, and hypothetically, I would know the best route from here up. Can I roll? That's true. Can you I do roll? have that beautiful I never get lost trait of rangers <laughs> yeah I never get lost oh. yeah you go ahead and give me a check of some sort make it survival or nature they're the same scores so perfecto I rolled a four and then I add three to that thereby having a seven all right so you would that be some that he could roll with advantage or was because he's a ranger or is that and he knows the watch forest. Uh, yes and no. If I gave you That's advantage fair. from stuff on uh, everything in the watch forest, you'd just be rolling it all the time until he got out of the forest. That's uh, true. We're almost out. We're getting close. I don't know. You got like three days left. Yeah. That's, that's close. Not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Drop in the. Let's have a week. No big deal. This is dropping the bucket. Yeah, in a cosmological sense, it's nothing. <laughs> You take everybody southwest back to the river where you kind of went off on the spur, and you know exactly where you are uh, in relationship to the Trime River, and Trails End should just be directly north of you. And I assume that, as a group, everybody is familiar enough with this that you can all walk together yeah. directly north. Yeah. So eventually, as you go forward, where the survey markers were is definitely all burned up, and eventually you get into where the grading crew were, were was were where the grading crew was so they're starting to like level out and clear the coppice from uh the forest floor and eventually you pass mounds of cobblestones where uh they had been dropped off and ready to be laid and when you continue to head north you find that Trail's End is even emptier than you had left it, Alaris. It's totally abandoned. Footprints litter the ashen ground, which tells stories of the scraps and tools and the parts of trash that is left behind. Something catches your eye, though. Uh, the graves of the dead that you had helped buried have been tampered with. The tops of the markers have been cut off and are in a burning pile at the center of the cobbled road. The scent of smoke curls into your nose and the bright music dances into your ears you spot a small 
foot-tall humanoid dressed in bark splint armor and playing a flute. His sparkling dragonfly-type wings and pipe contrast sharply with the desolate surroundings. Uh, he hears you approaching and he drops the flute. He gets out his bow and knocks an arrow before the pipe hits the ground and he disappears. And you hear from around you, You are not welcome here. Leave this place at once or face a deadly poison of an arrow from me, a mighty warrior of the hundreds of thousands. Now move along. Okay. Uh, I turn in, like, confusion slash deference to Morlinde. Who are the hundreds of thousands? Joe, are these Morl sprites? These are sprites. The hundreds of thousands are the, the name of the, like, global sprite community. Okay. okay. How strong are sprites? Jeez. Yeah, how scary are these guys? Like, is this is this a comical thing that they're threatening? Or do, am I aware that, like, this guy could well, actually they, hurt us, so I need to talk him down them. a little bit? They just so. dug up a bunch of bodies and burned them. So. Well, hold on. No, he didn't dig them up. He just, like, cut off the tops of their grave markers, the wooden grave markers, and are burning the... Uh, the tops of the tombstones. Oh, he's just burning the tops of the tombstones. Can, can okay. I roll a um, check to see if there are any more surrounding us presently? Uh, yeah, sure. What, what can I roll it as? Uh, nature? I'll take nature. Ooh, nat 20! You don't sense anything, but then again, when, when threatened, sprites just go invisible. So, who's to say? Um, I wasted that crit. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna try and talk this sprite down unless unless Zach was gonna do something cooler. No, I was just asking, is, is, he, is he specifically aiming his arrow at me? He's specifically aiming the arrow at, like, the lot of you, not necessarily oh, okay. you in particular. Good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's invisible, so... He's invisible? Wait, why is he invisible? I thought we could see him pointing his arrow at us. Well, do we just see an arrow, like, hanging in... Like, no, 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 no. He, animation? he got out his bow and knocked it and then disappeared. Oh. Okay. oh. I got this. Since I can't actually see this right anymore, I just kind of step in front and say, um, fellow forest dweller, I know that you're angry about the destruction um, that you think these uh, people have brought upon the forest, but I need you to stop. I need you to have some reverence for the dead because they were affected by this just as we were. Give me a pers uh, a persuasion check, please. Oh my god. It, <laughs> it fell off my... Uh... Yeah, roll it again. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> oh spirits. Oh spirits. I rolled a one. <laughs> so let me tell you what oh, no. Grimton does. So Grimton, as soon as he saw the tomfoolery of like this pipe and arrow thing going on, or this flute and arrow thing, he like took out his shield, and after Morlinde was done with her spiel, he takes out a tooth and starts banging it on his shield. Yeah. I'm gonna roll an intimidate check. Oh my gosh! You, okay. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna say first. Yeah, please. <laughs> you who have tampered with these graves, come to your judgment. For a <laughs> a whopping five, Joe. Guys. Some real scary. Oh my goodness. And that's um, how Grimton died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of thousands of tiny arrows come out of his skin. So you hear the fluttering of wings kind of surrounding you. And it's, from what you can tell, it's a localized sound. So you're able to follow uh, one pair of wings as it just kind of circles the top of your heads. And you hear... The Pandominion caused this with their recklessness. Their fire destroyed our tree and home. There was much suffering and pain. My name is Private Orlander Beachtail, and I've been sent on a task of further desecrating this camp of the evil scum that burned our forest. It is a great and honorable task. I will be facing no danger from you. <laughs> We're not trying to be dangerous. We're just trying to bring peace back into the forest. Please, you're not helping. This is not peaceful. <laughs> so I can... This is my job. 
pick out basically his general location, right? You, so you said. Yeah. Uh, I can hear his wings. Yes. So Are you just gonna try to swat him out of the air? Well, no, I'm just gonna like, like point my shield and like. That's fair. <laughs> You're following the uh, the sprite with your shield, and you feel the ting of an arrow glance off of it. You hear from nowhere. There is much suffering and pain in these forests. There is no peace, elf. The presiding druid came to the tree and to warn us of the hundreds of thousands that there would be a great happening. They showed us the leaders of the signs of the Watcher's Wall. It predicted no peace. There's no rest here. There will be peace if we work for it. Also, that's not the presiding druid anymore. I'm the presiding druid. They quit. They ran off. They quit on you. They quit on me. They quit on Isatalos. They quit. I am the presiding druid. This is my job now, and I'm telling you, we don't need any more violence. Stop. Give me a persuasion roll. The... Mm. Oh, 16. I'm going to need to see some evidence if I'm to believe that you're the presiding druid. I know the presiding druid. The presiding druid came. They told us that their tree home was protected and would not be burned. So many of us relocated right now. We... Have no reason to believe you. Wait, they said the tree home would not be burned? Would not be burned. Oh. Well, that's nice. Well, Moralinde is doing that. Uh, uh, yeah, y'all do stuff while I think of something. I'm gonna, try, <laughs> I'm gonna try this boy, and the first thing I'm gonna um, roll is a stealth check. Can you sneak up on sprites? Well, I'm not going to sneak up on it per se. I'm just going to like move so slowly and carefully that he doesn't pay attention to what I'm doing. Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll that. And in the meantime, Alaris, what were you going to say? Oh, can, can sprites read? Uh, who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to get a piece of paper out of my bag. Okay. I would like to prestidigitate in Elven a sort of presiding druid id card a makeshift one sort of it's just a, basically think of it as just saying like a driver's license it'll be presiding druid and it'll have a picture of Morlinde, and then i will hand it to her and she can show it to him and i'll be like oh Morlinde, you forgot that you had me hold on to your presiding druid id card here you go okay <laughs> i i take that and look at it and i don't do it suspiciously i just put it in my pocket while you're uh well yes he's doing whatever he's doing we're, we're, like, we're in like four meanwhiles deep right now <laughs> <laughs> so i'm still like shield up ready to go i'm still like walking towards this pixie right or sprite sorry uh-huh don't call it a pixie i get offended <laughs> so i'm just a little agitated and i'm like i care not who told you what to do or what not to do you disrespected the dead, and that is something that I cannot tolerate. Yeah, what you doing over there, bro? Uh, what's, yeah, what's your MO? I guess intimidation, yeah. Round With two. what goal? Get them to either, like, scurry and, like, To apologize? To say like, sorry? Right, like, yeah, like, we screwed up, or, like, to, like, initiate combat. <laughs> Um, don't initiate combat. Yeah, I have like, one more thing to do before we do that. <laughs> okay. If we, if we can avoid it. I look at uh, the uh, druid ID card that uh, was made for me, and while I appreciate the sentiment, I have an idea I think will work better. Mostly just because I know that sprites don't trust people-y things like paper. Um, therefore, in my recent spiritual growth that was basically forced on me because... Like, I became the presiding druid overnight. I discovered my, uh, my wild shape. And, um, I can invoke that as an action, and I will. And my wild shape is a big freaking black bear that's big and scary and mama berry. And... <laughs> Good old mama berry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I'm not sure if I can talk through my wild shape or not. I read through the thing a couple times and it didn't say whether it could or couldn't. So in my big scary bear form, I roar at the at the sprite. Um, I'm the presiding druid now. Kareth left. Kareth is gone. Kareth is hiding. Kareth is a coward. I'm here now, and I'm saying that it's time for peace. And if I have to scare you into it, I will. I'm angry. Can you tell? Okay. Give me one second. Uh, so I got bad news where I have to retcon what you just said. Can, can I not talk? No. Well, so the wild shape... Black uh-huh. bears. I have the it. Challenge rating for black bears is uh, one half challenge rating. Is that too big? Yeah, you need a quarter or lower. I need a quarter what? A quarter challenge rating or lower. What is? The, oh, that's what CR means. In the monster manual, each of these creatures are given a challenge rating, which is to say, like their level of fightability. So you could go with a baboon. You could go with a badger. Can I be a wolf? Uh, go with. Please okay. Be a okay, 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 okay. Uh, you can be a boar? Let me think of something. Okay, I want to be a squirrel instead. Oh. I'm going to do all of that. Right. Interesting second choice. <laughs> Bear? I'm going to do all of it as a squirrel. Does this mean you're still roaring? I'm still. It's just higher pitched roaring. It's angry roaring. Angry squeaking. <laughs> squeaking. Squeaker, squeak, squeaking. Squeak, squeaking. <laughs> Okay, so I squeak at the um, at the sprite, and now I'm closer in size to it anyway. So I get up right close to where I think it is, where the sound is. Okay, so you shift you shift into a squirrel, and you deliver the same commands. Basically, just less scary, but still very angry. And like squirrels, mean squirrels are mean. I will scratch that thing. Mean squirrels are mean. Go ahead and give me a, a persuasion roll on disadvantage. <laughs> twelve. On disadvantage, twelve. Okay. That didn't work, did it? There are far more intimidating creatures in the forest than a squirrel. Well, I'm new. Give me a and chance, man. I've run into many more druids with many more complex wild shapes than that. The presiding druid would never shift into a smear squirrel. Why not? Am I within charging oh. distance? Of no, wait, thing? no, wait, though. Wait, I want to try my thing first. <laughs> so I rolled an 18 for my stealth check, for the record. Okay. Uh, and I'm using intel that I have gathered from watching Grimton's conversation and Moylinde's conversation to roughly discern the location a specific location of said sprite. Okay. Here is my plan, Joe. <laughs> uh-huh. Go on. I'm going to catch it in the bag of holding. Uh, I, all right. Can, Let me look up that bag before? of holding versus living well, creature. Yeah, can you, I'm yeah, not trying you can to put living creature in the bag I'm of holding. I'm not trying to kill it. I just need that thing to shut up and be contained. Yeah, but I don't think you can put living things in a bag of holding. I think there's if like not, if not I'm gonna try the same plan with just a normal sack. You know what? Alright. Roll a perception check at disadvantage, then your lunge with the bag as dexterity with disadvantage. Before you do anything, let me read the I, I looked it up in the DMG. Bag of holding. The bag is an interior space considerably larger than its outside dimensions, roughly two feet in diameter with a mass four feet deep. Um, the bag can hold up to 500 pounds, not exceeding a volume of 64 cubic feet. The bag weighs 15 pounds regardless of its contents. Blah, 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 blah. Breathing creatures inside the bag can survive up to a number of minutes equal to 10 divided by the number of creatures. So you got so it, it for has, 10 minutes. It has 10 minutes, minutes with the bag of holding. Dies. That's, um, yep. Good. That provides some urgency. Okay, so here's the perception roll. I rolled eight. Oh, I know it. I have to roll disadvantage. That was the lowest. So that was eight. Okay. Um, and then I need to roll just a dex roll at disadvantage. Uh, okay, that one was a nine. That one was... I rolled a 12 for my dex roll. Arik, you aren't able to get a 
a, f- a firm <laughs> echolocation, basically, uh, <laughs> on where exactly uh, Orlando Beachtail is. And you lunge with your bag of holding and miss completely. And Orlando gives out a holler. Ah! He fires an arrow, and I'm gonna... 24 against your AC. That's a hit. You're going to take one piercing damage, and then I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I rolled... Okay, if your score is below 10, my score for constitution is 8. Isn't that a negative one? Yes. Uh, Okay, I rolled a 17. So you take a minute's worth of poison damage, and you're kind of uh, stammered there a little bit, but you notice... All four of you notice the sprite be visible once again and just dart west. And he shouts, That's our new sleep poison! You'll never see another day in these woods now, suckers! The hundreds of thousands are no friends of you, evil scum! And he flies west. Um, give me an insight check. Ugh! Rat 20. 20. Dang, guys. I rolled, a, I rolled a nat 20. 13. I also rolled a nat 20. Wow. 16. Grimton, you're not paying attention. You're just charging after it regardless. Yep. Alaris uh, and Auric, you can both discern that he's going to uh, probably go warn others. And Morlinde, from the direction that he's hand- heading and the fact that he mentioned earlier that Kareth uh, uh, gave them, quote unquote, gave them the, uh, the tree home. That's probably where he's going. Mm-hmm. So, I guess roll for initiative? Wait, can we not just leave? <laughs> no, I mean, you can definitely leave. I'm just trying to get an initiative order. Okay. You can run after him. Um, I need to run after him because he's in my health. I rolled oh. six for initiative. I rolled ten. <laughs> Good job, guys. Eleven. By leave, I mean... If there's hundreds of thousands of them and they're mad at us, I don't think we can take all of them. So we should just vamoose. Yeah. Crimson feels pretty good about this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not... Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to run into Carrot right now. Alright, so you just sprint in that general direction, eh? Which general direction? The away or the towards? I want to go away. Okay, me too. Oh. It, Wait. I mean... Away to where? Not towards the sprites. Not to tree home. No. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. Grimton, Grimton, you're you're following this guy, right? Yeah. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Auric, what about Grimton, you? Grimton, no. Come back. Um, no. I feel the need to chase Grimton and see if I can stop him, and I assume that... I run faster than he does. I don't know. Let's give me a uh, strength roll. Uh, no, athletic check. Head-to-head athletics. 11. 16. Grimton, you're just charging through the woods. Alaris and Morlinde, even though your natural instinct is to keep heading north, you, you watch your other two party members uh, dart into the forest heading west. You hear the sounds of Grimton stomping around and uh, just going through trees rather than around trees in the forest. Well, they're all kind of brittle, <sighs> right? So. They are kind of brittle. They just, they collapse. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess we're gonna follow. Yep, let's gonna go. fight hundreds of thousands of enemies that we can't see that have poison arrows. Listen, one of I which has good. already affected feel... one of our party members. Sounds like a I good plan. Good about this. Let's go <laughs> and do it, I guess. This seems like a good idea and you say that all through <laughs> panted breath as you run into the forest <laughs> so we're chasing I'm chasing Grimton specifically wait for the record. is the poison affecting you yeah so yeah what's happening with that Arc. Give me, give me a constitution saving throw. 12. You're a little bit out of breath, but you're still being able to keep up. Um, 
Grimton is still substantially far ahead of you. Did I, did uh, I receive Grimton, any Grimton. damage? Uh, sure. Yeah, take one. <laughs> Grimton, roll survival roll, or per, no, or a perception check either. That's a thirteen. You lose sight of the sprite. You can't tell if it's because uh, the sprite's invisible, or if he's just gone. I slow down and like start to just kind of strafe through a little bit, and I'm trying to listen for. Auric, you catch up. Trying to listen for any uh, sign that the that it's still there. Sure. Give me another perception check. I... Twelve. You don't see anything. While he is stopped, I tackle him to the ground from behind. I don't mind rolling for it. I just want to know. Yeah, Alric, give me a uh, a d20 plus your acrobatics plus your athletics. I rolled fifteen. No, sorry, sorry, fourteen. All right, fourteen. Grimton, make a Constitution saving throw. Try to beat fourteen. <laughs> rolled a sixteen. <laughs> I want to tell you exactly how I attempted to tackle him, <laughs> so that you know the trajectory I'm coming at him with. Please. Now, okay, wait, before the, like, what's our relative height comparison? How tall are you? Dwarves are slightly taller than gnomes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so, my specific plan of attack was at his... Sweep kn- the legs. <laughs> yeah, his kneecaps, like the back of his kneecaps. And it wasn't like with my feet, I, like, speared at his kneecaps like my shoulders are going at his kneecaps i'm trying to tackle oh god indeed you do successfully take out the knees of grimton but the catch is grimton you fall straight down upon (laughs) and it's not that you take any damage or uh are particularly uncomfortable it's just like suddenly you're sitting and suddenly you're sitting on a party member. <laughs> I am face down in, okay. in both shame and <laughs> just physically. My next and you're question being crushed. Be like, where are our bodies in proximity to each other? But that that answers most so of the So he is sitting on my back. <laughs> Correct. And I am uh, laying Alaris, face on the ground. Alaris and Morlinde, you catch up. Uh, to paint the scene a little bit more, you are at the very edge of the bank of the Charmed River, facing west. Well, I try to get up as he's holding on, I guess. Would you stop? <laughs> I yell up at Grimton. That may have been a little rash. I, I'll i grant you that. Can we at least discuss what you're going to do? Can I let you go and I know you're not going to run? I've lost trace of him. I don't know where he is. I let <laughs> oh, Grimton... Otherwise, you would keep running. I let Grimton go, and I stand up and dust myself off. I know where they're going, but do we need to follow? I mean, you know where they're no. going. Let me let me ask you this, Morlinde. Um, would there be any spiritual beneficial significance to trying to go there in lieu of the fact that we might get killed? Aren't we on a bit of a time crunch anyway? You're right. Aren't we trying to get somewhere in a hurry? Agreed. Elorus is right. I think I think we should move on. Morlinde, what do you think? Morlinde is not ready to deal with Kareth right now. Kareth is probably at that tree, and Kareth is probably on the side of the, the radicalized faction, and, uh, and I'm not ready to deal with their crap. So let's keep going and let's bring peace instead and instead of trying to deal with whatever conflict Kareth wants to bring about. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Uh, everybody give me perception checks. Great 20. Eight. One. Five. So I am aware. I'm you very are... not aware. Yeah, so when like, I'm running and like getting tackled, I'm fine. But if I have to look at something, it's just like... <laughs> 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 all right i got some good news for you you hear a twig snap behind you and you turn around to see the burned furious face of an elf six feet from you whose short sword is drawn you glance to your left and right and see three others surrounding you all with matted hair and scarred skin Auric, an arrow whizzes past your head and everybody roll for initiative
Hey friends, it's Joe. So glad that you've continued to listen as Grimton, Ulrich, Alaris, and Morlinde continue on their quest to return peace to the Watched Forest. Just this past few weeks, we've received two iTunes reviews that praise the storytelling and depth of the characters, which is exactly what we want for our show. We want it to be deep, heartfelt, and serious, and so far I think we're doing just that. Aiding us as we tell our story is Daniel Grayling, who did all of our graphic art, and Blake Bost, who wrote the stunning original soundtrack that you can find at soundcloud.com slash blakebost. Labor of Love Graphics helped with our website. You can reach them at laboroflovegraphics.com. That site, advantagednd.com, is an incredible resource for you, listeners. It has maps, location details, and info on the characters and the cast. We're developing a page of important NPCs as well, so that you can further understand the people of the cusp. All those are going to be linked to uh, heroforge.com, where you'll be able to find custom-designed minis of those characters designed by the cast and me. In all likelihood, that collaboration project between us and the podcast How Friends Roll will drop on Tuesday of next week, May 2nd, in our RSS feeds. Um, Zach, Yessie, and I joined Sully, the DM of the show, a couple weeks ago, and it was so much fun. I'm in the process of writing something to share with their cast as well, and I can hardly wait. How Friends Roll drops in our off week, so definitely check them out, subscribe, and enjoy. We look forward to a bright future of working together on more projects. You can find them on iTunes and Twitter at HowFriendsRoll. Make sure to get in contact with us on social media too. Our handles on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr are all at AdvantageDnd. Super easy. I would love to hear from you. Continue to send us questions and comments for our mailbag episode. I'm only two and a half weeks from the end of my academic semester, and then we'll be able to f- start production on uh, that project afterwards. Email, tweet, Facebook, Tumblr. We'll respond to any and all of them, so I encourage you to... Um, send us any questions or comments uh, for the mailbag. Send us a voice recording. You can send us one of those by opening up your phone's voice recording app and just emailing that file to advantagednd at gmail.com. We'll also be reading all of our iTunes reviews that we receive and respond to all the great ratings that we get there. Interactions in all forms really encourage us to keep sharing our story and they help us get the word out that we even exist, which is really important to us. All right. Let's return to the show. Thank you. Well, give it to me, friends. I got 14. 20. 21. So the arrow whizzes past your head, Auric, and you look around and you see... All four of you see four individuals wielding swords and bows. Their faces are burned. Their leather armor clings to their scarred skin. And Morlinde, you're up. First, do I recognize any of these people? Yeah, you might. Give me a perception check. Or an insight roll, rather. Fifteen. Yes, you recognize some faces from uh, East Talos, but you don't know names. I hate fighting, but I have a feeling we're not going to get out of this one paint the picture a little bit more you're on the banks of the uh charmed river so you know how in rivers there's like a natural levee where the main water flow is and then it kind of goes up on the bank mm-hmm. you're at the edge of that upper bank okay i'm assuming that there is a tree somewhere that can hold me that i can climb up in and it's not necessarily sneaky but at least harder to hit there's definitely trees around, so, um, but they are definitely burned. I don't weigh that much, and I'm very agile. Okay, you're still going to have to roll a disadvantage to get up it, but yes. I rolled a one, so I <laughs> run up to a tree and try and climb up it, and then it just it falls just collapses. right down on me, and now I'm under a dead tree. So. We're going to move on to Grimton. There's that. <laughs> Who's closer to these things, to these elves? Am I the closest? or? They're, they're separated in a, a fan of four kind of around you, huddled with you up against the bank of the river. So, like, we're in a little pod, and they're in kind of an arc spread out, sort of surrounding us against the bank of the river. Correct. Okay. 4v4. I'm gonna go up to the one that's closest to me, and I'm Alright, it's an elf scout. 13. 14, sorry. Alright, you hit him. Is this with flame tongue, or is this with tooth? 
So you hit him with your axe. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh. Ten damage. You cleave into his arm, and it hurts. And he is uh, bleeding profusely. Gonna go down to that scout, actually. Did you say he was bloodied? No, I said he was bleeding profusely, but good 4th edition read on that, because that's what I was trying to insinuate. Ah, gotcha. There's no bloodied in 5th edition? There's no bloodied in 5th edition. So he's gonna scream out in pain and say, YOU'LL PAY FOR THIS! And swing his short sword at you. That'll be 12 versus your AC. Gonna miss? Yep. Or you block it with your shield, and he's down. He's weak from the... From the blow to his arm. Ulrich, you're up. I want to do... I'm not sure. It might be a perception or insight or something. I want to see, first, if I recognize them either by their face or maybe by their clothes. Um, uh-huh. As, like, not just recognize them generally, but recognize them specifically. And then as sort of a stem from that and maybe just from my read on the way combat is going, um, get a read on whether they have any, like, combat training or if they're just, like, normal people fighting. I rolled six. Yeah, you don't get any of that. <laughs> you are too caught up in the action. <laughs> okay. Um, then I focus my attention on one who is not already down, because um, I'm certainly not trying to kill anyone if I can avoid it. Sure. Do you want the one that was just, like, directly in front of you yeah, when you turn sure. around? Uh, how about the one that shot an right. arrow at me? <laughs> the human thug to your right. That's who shot the arrow? crossbow bolt yes or yeah whatever i would like to shoot but i want to specifically aim for his like gun hand basically i want to aim at his hand slash the bow like just that i want to knock i want to disarm him uh so i rolled an 18 you hit him and you do hit him in the arm it kind of uh your arrow goes down his his wrist that's holding the crossbow and he screams out and he drops the uh the crossbow and pulls out a mace from his waist. Go ahead and do me damage. It's a D8 piercing. And I rolled a four. And I don't add anything to that, right? Uh, your dexterity, I think. Oh, well then, uh, seven. Audience, if I'm wrong at that, I'm sure you'll correct me later. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so he takes seven damage, and it is his turn, and he's gonna charge you with that mace. He's going to run up. Where the hell did my D20 go? he's gonna swing at you and and miss he's um off balance and just plunges the mace directly into the ground the scout that has not been hit is gonna go he's gonna fire an arrow at alaris and 20 against your ac yeah definitely seven piercing damage ow the other thug the human thug is going to go he has not been hit yet he's also going to fire a crossbow and try to hit you morlinde Nine against your AC. Doesn't hit. Alright, it fires wide. Eloris, it's your turn. Alright, I will pick the one that just fired at me, and I'm going to use Tasha's hideous laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I rolled a one. Aww. Aww. It's a new spell that you've learned, and you, uh, the concentration is just not going for it. Uh, do you want to move at all? Uh, yes, I'd like to go on undercover, or get to cover, so I can't get shot by arrows anymore. Yeah, so you dart behind a stump. If I attack you, uh, remind me to roll at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, Morlinde, top of the round. I'm gonna use my move action, if that's still a thing in 5e, and I'm gonna, uh, wiggle out from under the tree, because it's probably big. Definitely. And then I'm going to use, um a stick that I find because we are in a forest Mm -hmm. and I'm going to produce a thorn whip from that stick magically because I'm a druid and that's what I do Yeah. whoever's closest I'm going to try and hit him this is still old school d20 first and then roll for damage Yep. well this isn't going to hit your attack roll is d20 plus proficiency plus wisdom I guess it is how does thorn whip work explain that it is all of my spells are plus wisdom. Yeah, okay. So, plus my modifier. So, it's still only eight, so it's probably not going to hit him. You take the stick and you f- magically fling out a storm whip to try to grapple him and pull him towards you. And you aim at the thug that just fired wide of you and it 
doesn't work out and it doesn't hit him. Grimton, you're up. Are any of my party members within five feet of me? Yes. Alaris, specifically. Alright. Would be the closest. The guy that I hit last time, who's bleeding. I'm gonna yeah. attack him again, try to do non-lethal damage, is that a thing? Yes to, it is. Try to knock him out. Twelve? Not gonna hit. You barely miss it. If you want, I'm gonna try something out. I can offer you the chance to, because you just barely miss it, I'll offer you the chance to hit, but something happens to you. I'm cool with that. The move to try to do your non-lethal damage, you, you were trying to hit him with your shield, and you hit him, but in doing so, uh, you and him both fall down. It just threw off the uh, center of gravity too much, and you're both on the ground. He's going to take whatever damage you roll, um, and you're both knocked prone. Go ahead and use a D4 plus strength for the shield. That's going to be five. That scout is going to get up and take his short sword and just try to drive it directly into you while you're still on the ground. Uh, so he's going to be rolling this with advantage. He's going to miss. The, the heat of the battle is just too much, and he drives it in next to you, and you roll away. Uh, Ulrich, your turn. I'm going to tell you what I want to do, and then you can tell me if I can get away with it. <laughs> Um, the guy okay. that the guy that just swung his mace and totally missed me and stuck it into the ground instead, I want to basically like just kind of like yank the mace out of his hand and toss it out of the way, but not as my attack. If that makes sense, like I want to do that as a free action, it would, but not. It would have I to be a full. It'd have to be a full action. Okay. Yeah. So instead, I stand on it, uh, and I'll take that as my move if I need to. I to put my entire weight on it, to bury it down to the ground more and make it hard to lift. And then I want to turn and fire another arrow at the person attacking Morlinde, attempting a similar disarming strike. But for this one, I want to use ensnaring strike. So okay. I'm aiming at the like arm hand area and I'm also gonna do ensnaring strike. Now, so how does this work? Because the way the spell works is like, I perform the spell and it only succeeds if I hit someone. You're attaching this spell to an arrow, correct? Yes. Yeah, you attach it to the yeah. arrow. The arrow's still going to do arrow damage, and then it also gets whatever the spell, whatever the spell effect is. The way the Sounds way I think that this reads, though, I would need to roll for the spell first. Sorry, I know that's really confusing, but this is new territory for me. No, it's, no I, I mean it's a territory for everyone. This is your attack roll. Go ahead. <laughs> the the base roll was a nineteen. Do I need to add stuff to it? No, you're gonna hit. Great, um, okay, so. Go ahead and do arrow damage. Normal normal arrow damage. Normal arrow damage. Which would be my D8 plus dex, so 10. What is your spell DC? 11. So I now have to roll a strength check to get above that DC. And I'm going to do it. The arrow plunges in. The vines begin to shoot out of the arrow, wrapping around him. Uh, but he's all cut up trying to tear these vines away. And I'm going to say that that's his full action is just ripping these vines up, but he does it. Did I disarm him? No, you did not disarm okay. him. Um, also, technically, disarming doesn't happen in D&D. Yeah. I'm just letting it slide. Oh. Um, so keep that you in mind. You can't, like, shoot something out of somebody's hand? No, because that's really OP. This is weird. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Now, if you make a really convincing argument. No, I'm just, I'm just trying to, like... Stop the fight and not kill anybody. <laughs> that thug that you were fighting earlier. The one whose mace who's, I'm whose mace, on. Whose mace you're currently stepping on. His arm is still attached to the mace. I mean, he didn't let go of it. Right, yeah. He's so he's just going to... Now he's really intimate and right up on you. And he's just going to try to pull the mace up. And I'm going to roll a strength check versus your strength check. We're going to do it uh, PvP here. Okay. A 10 to try to get that mace out underneath your foot i rolled 14 plus strength 16 he's unable to do it despite your small stature and kind of in that same movement realizing that it's not going to happen decides to tackle you because he's just right up there all intimate and close anyway so i'm going to roll another strength and he's going to crit fail so he just kind of falls over <laughs> okay uh so that scout that you just hit with uh, the arrow is thrashing and trying to get the thorns off of him. 
and and does so and then looks directly at you Ulrich for attacking him and he's going to shoot an arrow at you for the base was a 17 so that's going to hit eight piercing damage all right so the next thug is going to go that's the one that shot at Morlinde, right the way i'm imagining this is like if starting in the far left if you're imagining them in an arc far left is the one attacking Morlinde. the one to his right or sorry to his left our right is nobody's touched him yet the next one to his left our right is the one i am standing on his mace and then the one to the far right is the one that grimtip is messing with sounds good to me we're working with that middle your left one gotcha the one that nobody's attacked yet the one that shot me yet last time so he's going to knock another bolt into his heavy crossbow and try to fire you again Polaris. This advantage. Uh, yeah, you're right. He just rolled a three on the first one, and with the second one, he's still going to take that three. So he, again, fires wildly. Nobody's touched him. He's doing physically just fine. Sans his burns and other uh, scarring marks that he's come into this battle with. Um, Alaris, it's your turn. How far away is he? Fifteen feet. All right, I'm going to try to witch bolt from under nice. my cover. I love just it. peek over a little bit. That will be a 17. Oh, that definitely hits. All right. So witch bolt's pretty cool. Basically, this blue energy lances out from my staff in an arc, and it just connects me and him, and it's just this big lightning arc that just is going to deal damage to him constantly. Oh, I love basically. it. Oh, cool. Does it, does it make, like, a lightning, like... Yeah, sure. Makes a, a giant thunderclap when it hits him. He's going to take seven damage. Seven damage. Is that typed damage or just damage, period? Lightning damage. We're going to go back up to the top of the round with more Linde. Awesome. My thorn whip that's still out, I want to hit whoever's closer to me. God! Uh, I'm going to do the thing where I roll again, and I will... What's that thing called? Point of inspiration. Alright, audience, so here's the thing. Homebrewing it to where your point of inspiration can either add advantage to your next roll, or we'll give you a reroll. So, deal with it. Orlande, go ahead and give me a reroll. Okay, much better. Okay, so that's 16. So you're thorn whipping. Yeah, uh, four. For four damage. For four damage. That's that's the one that was already knocked prone. Ha ha ha. Okay, and here's how Thorn Whip works. I don't just, like, poke him with this big-ass thorn. Like... Ass thorn. Ass thorn. So since this is an enchanted thorn, I, like, grab his ankle and, like... I don't hit him too hard just because, like, he... Like, this guy might be my friend. Um... But I do kind of throw him over and, like, hit him on the ground, like, Incredible Hulk style. Like, grab him by the ankle and swing on the ground. Sure. Just because uh, I'm mad, because none of my attacks hit you. And in that fury, you kill him. Uh, kill him or knock him out? He went to negative one Oops. HP. So. Oops. Grimton. Oops. <laughs> the elf that you just tackled uh, has now been crap. flung into the air uh, by a thorn whip and has now lifeless on the ground. Who else are you going to go for? I'm going to stand and I'm going to look over at Molinde very disapprovingly. Sorry, I'm serious. It was an accident. And then, um, is this life for you where I can not attack and move? Uh, I'm going to say so. Yeah. Okay. In which case, I'm going to move over to the closest one. You get right up against the one that's currently on the ground prone. Uh, saving that for later. Ulrich, your turn. Um, is it still a thing where you can, like, get people to surrender by intimidating them? Well, I mean, I mean, the scene's gotta be right for it, but yeah. But, like, if, if they're already losing... Yeah. Yes. Two wounded, one Go dead, one guy who is just, like, not succeeding in combat at all. And uh, is Go ahead. connected to me via lightning. Yeah. So I wanna... <laughs> I wanna roll an intimidate check to get them to stop. Okay. Or, or persuasion, I guess, hypothetically. And I'll go ahead and tell you what I say before I roll. But I, um, Please. I say, you know, stop this. No more blood needs to be shed today. And I rolled a 17. So that elf that you just, that you hit with the, uh, the thorns and then got more damage done to, uh, looks at you and cowers and begins to, like, scoot away in what looks to be Wait. a disengaging of the fight. So, uh, I'll, I'll go, I'll go through it for you. One to the far left, if you imagine your arc of four people, is the one that was attacking Morlinde and that I shot with the thorns. That's the one that he's talking about. The guy you witch bolted. He's cowering at you? The guy that I'm lightning bolting? Yeah, he's cowering at me. 
The second guy to your to your right, if you're going across the arc, is the guy that you witch bolted. The third guy yep. um, is the guy I'm standing on his mace and Grimton just came over to, and then the fourth guy is the dead one. Correct. That elf that's scooting away on your mind's eye far left is just trying to disengage from the fight, but he's not trying to disengage from, from you specifically, Auric. He's just trying to leave. Uh, so nobody else was affected by my intimidation? Correct. I turn to uh, and look over at like Morlinde and Alaris and say, stop him. And then I am going to shoot an arrow at the guy that has been witch bolted. Okay, I'm aiming, go ahead and I'm aiming for non-lethal damage. Base 16. So that's 23. Yeah, that'll hit. Cool. Adding dex, 9 damage. He's bloodied. The thug that's on the ground next to you is going to get up and attempts to grab his mace again. Uh, we're going to do another strength for strength arc. I'll warn you now that I rolled a 19. Can instead I roll a dex to archly, like, jump away? Like, I realizing I can't keep it down, just move away and not get, like, knocked prone, for instance? Sure. Go for it. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 11. All right, you do it. Um, he's up and ready to swing come the next round. That scout that was cowering is going to continue uh, to try to, like, get up on his feet. He, he, he was on, like, his hands and knees going, like, a backwards crab position. He's trying to scuffle for his feet. Uh, just going to roll a d20 to see how he does. He's clamoring in the ash trying to get away and falls down the embankment kind of near the bank of the river now. The thug that you're witch bolting, uh, Alaris, the, the human thug, Alaris, he's going to try to walk forward through the witch bolt, like just despite being witch bolt, struggle against it and uh, walk forward. And I'm going to say that he's got disadvantage for charging at you to try to hit you. Is a 12 going to hit your AC? It hits my AC. Oh, but you're actually, you know what? I was going to give him disadvantage for the, uh, for the witch bolt, but you're also behind the trunk. So I'm going to say that it just doesn't hit at all. It just slams into the trunk. Uh, good cover. Alaris, it's your turn, though. Well, I mean, he hit me for half my HP on the first turn, so. <laughs> Dang. Alright, he takes a whopping one damage because this dice hates me. Moreland Day. I am a little, uh, a lot freaked out because I definitely didn't mean to hurt that guy so much. Have you ever um, killed somebody before? Um, not in D&D. I think I've, like, put animals out of their misery. What? I didn't hear that. That's okay, you'll, you'll probably hear it in post. So, Moreland Day, no, you've you've so you've never killed a humanoid before, huh? So I'm definitely. Freaked we'll deal out. with that trauma later. Yeah, I'm I'm really freaked out because of that. So Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and have you do disadvantage on all the rest of the combat rolls because of that. Yeah. Okay. Is that guy still stumbling into the river? Yeah, he's down on the embankment. He's trying to get his bearings. So, just uh, is he bloodied? Uh, yes. Just say non-lethal damage. Can I say non-lethal damage and not kill people? Yeah. It depends. I mean, if it's oh. if it's martial or ranged, yes. If it's if it's magic and you're like firebolting him, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Firebolt, not lethal. What I want to do is use my thorn whip to grab him and make sure he doesn't go in the river. Your gamble. So. Can I make it like less thorny and just grab him? I'm gonna say so. Remember that you're also rolling at disadvantage. Oh, well that, uh, yeah, I just rolled a one, so, okay, that doesn't happen. I move right up towards the edge of the embankment, though, wherever that guy is stumbling down. Uh, Alright, so, so you're, you're still on kind of like the, the upper tier, mm -hmm. instead of down in the basin where the water is? Yeah. Alright, so there's probably six maybe vertical feet between you and him now? Grimton, your turn. I'm gonna try to non-lethal damage this guy again, the mace. Eleven. That's gonna hit. Three. For five damage. I guess I should tell you that if he tries to hit Alric instead of me, since I'm within five feet of him, he'll have to take disadvantage. Oh, perfect. Oh. Okay. I like it. I'm wielding this shield. Good defender stuff. I dig it. Alric, your move. Everyone attacking LRS is not bloodied. Uh, he, the one attacking. 
Elleris is bloody. It is, yeah, it is bloody. bloody. So, I think everybody's bloodied right now. I know I am. <laughs> Same. I want to shoot an arrow for non-lethal damage to the one attacking Zack, and also try again with Ensnaring Strike, uh, with the idea of trying to not only like bind him, but bind him to the tree. 20. I rolled 13 plus 7 is 20. That's going to hit. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and roll damage. Yeah. 9 damage. He does not meet the saving throw, so he's wrapped in thorns. What is it? Restrained by magical vines until the spell ends. While restrained by the spell, target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. Okay, so next turn it's going to start taking damage, right? Right. The thug that just got up uh, and grabbed his mace is right next to you, Auric, and he is going to swing and miss again. He's just, he, he's uh, not doing so hot on trying to hit you. Or, or maybe maybe I'm just like really on my game and like artfully, but like in small moves, dodging all of his attacks just so. Morlande, the scout that's down below the bank is trying to wade into the water uh, and trying to swim away and he's going to begin that process now on the next turn he will have successfully made it and will be floating down river got it so does that mean he's gone by the time i can do anything about it you have one more round to go before he's floating downstream okay the thug that just took all the damage from the ensnaring strike and the witch bolt is now bound and takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of its turn, so do you want to roll that, Auric, or do I want to? I'll roll it. I rolled a 1. Gonna make another strength check. What was your spell save, DC? 11. He's going to break free of the ensnaring strike. Alaris, it is your turn, my dude. Hit him for 8. Hit him for 8, that's gonna kill him. Alright. Dang it. Dang magic wielders. Uh, he's the one that shot me with an arrow first. He had it coming. Morland Day, it's your turn. This, now's your last okay. chance to get this elf before he wades into the water. I'm gonna try Dawn. and get this guy so we can talk to him. I'm going to dethorn my thorn whip because I decided that's a thing. Well, I rolled a uh, five, maybe six. I'm not even gonna look at my mods because it doesn't matter. Because it's not gonna hit. He's gone. Shoot. Or at least you miss him. Grimson, it's your turn. You're right next to Ulrich and the remaining villain. I'm gonna try to hit him for non-lethal damage. <laughs> What's the roll? So I crit failed. <laughs> so any penalties for Yeah, me? so you miss. Alright, cool. Uh, anything else you want to do, Grimton? Hi. You want to get in between he and Ulrich uh, or anything like that? Yeah, I'm gonna do that. You step in between. Auric, my dude, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm gonna the like the guy that you just bolt is dead. There's one person like right behind you that uh, is shielded by Grimton. Okay, so I'm gonna like turn around and come up behind Grimton and like draw my bow over Grimton's shield. So like I am standing behind oh, I the love shield, pointed at That's him, great. and and do an intimidate check on this guy. Give me advantage on that. Cool. Person. Ten. Second one was a 17. I'll take the 17. Uh, rolling 8. Uh, that would be 18. Uh, intimidate. Uh, Normally I would have you speak for it. Oh, yeah. I, I meant I to do that. But, um, I'm, all, uh, okay. I'm just going to say, um, you're surrounded. You're defeated. Please don't give us an excuse to kill someone else. Okay. 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 And she, uh, she puts her hands over her head and kneels down and drops all weapons. I, we're just I'm just hungry I would like to put away my bow and immediately offer like triage you know like try and give her some like immediate field medicine attention um I right can on. magically heal her and that's cool okay. come help me but like Considering that's but like my job uh, Arik's not thinking about that they're just doing what they know to do in this situation so if you want to come over and help me cool but 
I start okay, before right. even thinking about that. Okay, so you just begin offering food and medicine and calming her down? Yeah. Hunger is no reason to shoot a bolt at someone. I, I'm sorry, we're, th- we're so hungry. Have we? All of all of our things are are gone. We haven't eaten in days. Where Where did you they, come they, from? How thank did you, you get for here? your kindness. We left with Cyanidel, and I was I was left behind, and these these individuals, these other bandits, found me, and they were starving too, and. They offered me some food, but then the food ran out, and please, have are, mercy. Are there more like you in the forest? I I don't know. What's your name? My name is uh, Neovan. Neovan, where did you come from? I I left with Cyanidel. And Why? The, I left because the Pandominion destroyed my home, because my elven... My beautiful elven heritage has been destroyed. My city has been destroyed. And, and what has fighting pay. done for it so far? Has that helped you at all? For a brief moment, it gave me some sort of security. I can tell you a little bit of what may be to come. And you don't want to be on the fighting side of this. Because I'm afraid it's going to be that faction against the forest. You don't want to be against the forest. I understand that you're angry at the destruction of your heritage and your history. However, for your safety's sake, it might be good to just let let it rest and to try and rebuild peacefully. Okay. But I have nowhere to go. I can help you there. Um, we can give you some supplies... Um, the rest of Isatalos went south. Wait, 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 wait. How can we know we can trust you to respect the lives and the the safety of the of the rest of Isatalos, the people who didn't run away with Cianadel? Can I trust you? Can you prove to me that the Pandominion don't deserve this retribution? The Pandominion already got retribution. They lost their camp, they're losing their road, they're losing the things they want. I know it's different than losing your heritage and your livelihood, that's true. But they're not coming back here. They're not going to come back and try and continue to further their interests. The forest was cleansed, okay? It's done. So let it be done. I can't... I can't go south. I can't follow the dissenters. I can't leave behind the people that are my people. I can't leave behind my elven kin. I only left because I didn't have food. Because because they went off without properly supplying first. There are elves among those who went south. Granted, not as many, but there are. But more importantly... They are all from Isatalos. And as long as you have those people, you have a home. You're a refugee, but you are not alone. Do not give up all you have left for your views on what the Pandominion deserves. Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. Uh, 17. Okay. Can you give me some food for the for the trail? I can. Of course. Can't take you there. That's on you. They are headed south to the city of Letras. Here's some food. Go and be healed. We should probably give her a weapon. Just in case. So I'd, I have a weapon. I, I well, <laughs> she, she she motions well, to the mace. Yeah, and yeah. The uh, and the crossbow. I guess what I meant to say was give her back her weapon. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I gather any of the crossbow bolts from the fallen people, and give her some some supplies. And I ask, what are their names? One of the scouts, the elven scouts, his name is that's the thong, and the other ones. 
referring to the human. His name is Doug. Thank you, Neovan. Safe travels. May the spirits protect you. And then Arik begins, like, you know, taking the, the two dead soldiers out of whatever ridiculous positions they probably died in and, like, laying them down more respectfully. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I okay. start performing the right things that I know how to do. Death race. Got it. Good call. Give me a uh, religion check with advantage. It's either 18 or 19. And so everything is squared away and the event is gone. And you're sitting there in the silence of the bank of the Charmed River. The only sounds are the wind still blowing the ash and the barren landscape and the babbling of the river. Too. All right, before we miss out on any more fun sound bites, I'm starting this recording. <laughs> okay, but like, the Holland would be like, oh, I, and then like continue her sentence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I rolled a two. Yeah, and it needs, to, it needs to be like clearly the exact same sound bite every time, and it needs to also clearly also not fit in the like overall cadence of the sentence. Like, like it needs to sound like a sound bite. <laughs> oh my god, we should have personalized like Like pick one particularly yeah. embarrassing soundbite <laughs> Like Sarah's uh <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why I did that? Cause I don't. No, I don't remember at all. I did. I I heard it. I was like, "All right, gotta separate this out. This has gotta be published." And then... It's probably like you make that sound a lot. It's probably like Joe asked you an incredibly specific question that you were not prepared to answer, and you were just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we're recording all this. <laughs> <laughs>